no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. So that pretty much wraps it up, right? It's now rumors, like all the coaching vacancies are filled. Super Bowl parade has happened. Uh, we ready for draft rumor season? Because it's Bears time, baby. <laughs> they got the most cap space. They got the number one pick. And yep. we think they got the quarterback. Well, even before that, though, like, can't, correct me if I'm wrong, but Carr could sign with the team tomorrow morning, right? He's not, he doesn't have to wait. Yeah. The same way as the other, like for the new league year. Because he was released. Yeah, that's right. I believe that's how it works. Yeah. So I think I saw one odds maker, one offshore account, put the Carolina Panthers as the favorite to sign him. Hmm. Which when these other like NFL.com and ESPN, okay, where are the potential destinations? I don't see them up there at all. That makes me feel like somebody who set that odds has like an inside inside information or a source that's telling them that. Well, so I think that like, and I think that, you know, Bo- Boomer Siasen once called me, uh, he said I had a Narpian take. I said, Narpian? He said, non-athletic regular person. And I was like, oh, guilty as charged. I've never heard that acronym before. That's Amazing. And he, and he used it on you. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he, he, you know, he got you it, pegged. He used it completely accurately. He says he uses it on his guys in New York. And it made me laugh very, very hard. Um, my take that he said was, I, I was like, I'd fire Matt Eberflus to promote Luke Getze to yep. guarantee. And I heard you say that. And I liked that take. So I guess I'm Narpian just like you. Right. But so my question, my, my, my point is, um, I feel like as a NARP that if I'm Derek Carr or if I'm any of these people, I'm trying to migrate to the NFC. Like I know it's more than just a quarterback league, but having to go through Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Burrow, yeah, Lawrence, Watson, the Texans are going to take the top quarterback in this draft. Most likely if, if the Colts don't jump up there, to take him like to me it's in the nfc it's jalen hurts one i mean i i guess aaron Rodgers maybe you know but like it is wide open in the nfc like if Derek carr went to carolina he's the second to fourth best quarterback in the nfc right it's jalen hurts him, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, if he takes the leap, like Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff, who produced big numbers. I mean, it is wide open. So I would be thinking about that sort of thing because it's like it's, it's, it's a path to winning. Like I would be like, where do I want to go? I want to go NFC South, you know, and then and then I want to go Dome. So like you you mentioned, I think you were the first person to say it to me. Like Atlanta with uh, with Kyle Pitts and and Drake London and a dome and a terrible division of quarterbacks. 
that's pretty appealing. So like, and so like, I got why Derek Carr uh, took the visit with New Orleans, NFC South, Chris Olave, a Dennis Allen relationship. Yeah, like to me, that one made all the sense in the world. But all these people being like Raiders, Jets. Why? Why would you? Yeah. Why would you choose? Those aren't Super Bowl caliber rosters. They're they're fine rosters, but they're not. That's crazy. That's crazy to me as a narc. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, the Raiders have weapons and the Jets have a young roster that produced the both rookie of the years and had another guy in the running before he blew out his knee. But the problem is, like you said, it's just such a loaded conference right now. You know, those rosters actually, if you if they migrated into the NFC, you might give the Jets and Raiders a chance to make the playoffs and do damage because it's such a it, the, the 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 dispersal of talent right now is so uh, concentrated in the AFC. But I think you could I think you could make a compelling case for every single team in the NFC South for Carr. I really I really do. Like to me, I would probably rank Carolina last though among those four. But if you put him with any of the other three teams, I think you could instantly say, okay, that's the team that's the favorite to win that division. You brought up New Orleans. You've got Alave. You've got Cam- you've got Camara. I don't know what's going to happen with Michael Thomas. I feel like that ship has probably sailed there. But their defense was really good in the second half of the season. Um, Tampa Bay. You still have Godwin. You still have Evans. But you've they're offensive- projected to be fifty million over the cap. Right. So then that would probably take them out of the running. Like I mean, I but you can always restructure things if you right. want to get creative. But I can't imagine Tampa can keep all of its weapons, add Derek Carr, and stay under the cap. I, I think Tampa's cap situation with Kyle Trask on the roster, Tampa feels like they're ready for a hard reset to me. Well, then they should trade some of those guys. I, that's what I'm saying. That's that's that, that would be that would be part of the hard reset. Um, trade trade those guys while they still have some value, and then try to be the team for Caleb Williams. Like, try to be the worst team in football. That feels like a. Like, I like it's, that. It's, it's, I like it's that a drastic idea. fall, and the division might be awful. But what it, it's like having a great closer in baseball on a bad team. What good does having a great twenty-eight and thirty-one-year-old wide receiver do you when you got Kyle Trask throwing you the ball? You know, like I just I don't. I mean, no. If you told me you could get Aaron Rodgers and like try to go win this year's Super Bowl. Yeah, but you just said it. They can't do it with their cap it, with their That's cap what I'm problems. Saying. Yeah, but no, I know. But I'm saying in a universe where it worked, like where you could just plug and play a great quarterback to run back a very old roster, sure. But I don't I don't really see a scenario where that exists, certainly not for Rodgers and probably not for Carr. Carr you could be a little bit more creative on because he'll he could in theory sign a cap friendly backloaded contract. Um, but if you're not like really trying to win next year's Super Bowl, if you're Tampa, I'd blow it up. Yeah. 
Um, but Atlanta, so- Atlanta would be another one. I think that's an easy city for Carr to go to. It's not a fan base that's too that's going to be too hard on you. You know, there have been some things about like his sensitivity and stuff like that. I think that that would play fine there. It's not a New York market. It's not a Philly market. It's not a place like that. So given Arthur Smith's an offensive coach, he did a good job with Ryan Tannehill when he was the offensive coordinator in Tennessee. Now, a lot of that was was Derrick Henry, obviously. Um, but Smith has found ways to scheme up the run game. He did this year without without much in the way of quarterback play. So that would be the intriguing one for me. Like if I'm Atlanta, I you 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 had too good of a season to draft somebody. So what's the alternative? Do you go and try to take it out for another year and get Caleb Williams like you said or do you try to get a I don't think it's going to what's but the question is what is Derek Carr going to cost? Like I, I read somewhere that Daniel Jones wants $35 million a year. That was reported in New York today. $35 million a year. So what's Carr then? 40? Yeah, more. Probably. Probably 45. 40, 45. Um, great gig, by the way, if you can get it. Um But the thing is, man, I don't think that these guys think that way. I don't think they like what's my easiest path to a division title and therefore a home playoff game, which is would be one of the biggest factors for me. I think that they're such competition-aholics and such egomaniacs, and I don't say either of those things as a pejorative. I say yeah. them as like facts to make them the 1% of the 1% that they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to the Raiders with an unproven head coach and – a bottom five ownership situation in a division with Sean Payton, Justin Herbert, and Pat Mahomes, and I'll win. Like, and maybe, and Aaron Rodgers, by the way, that's at least like deserved ego. But if Derek Carr was like, yeah, why couldn't I win with the Jets? I'd be like, man, you're insane. That would, that, that would feel crazy to me. Um, So... Who would you, by the way, say is the second best quarterback in the NFC? Right. By now? the way, can you hear my dogs going crazy in the background? That's because, let me tell you a quick story about why that's happening. My wife has befriended a cat that lives in our neighborhood. It's an outdoor cat. It's a barn cat. So right now, as we're talking, this cat is probably on my back porch thinking that there's food there. There's not because my wife's out of town. So the cat is scouring around for food and my dogs are pissed. But the cat is out there. So that's the commotion you hear in the background right now. That is giving you me more be, time to well, go ahead. You, you can't be having cats. Well, we indoor. don't allow it in the house. Yeah, I know, but indoor, outdoor, on the property. Um they're horrible creatures. You know what? I you know who I think is gonna be one of the most like this is gonna be my way maybe of answering your question. Because I looked at this when the Super Bowl odds came out that we talked about on our Super Bowl podcast. And then I looked at the full list uh, the next day. There seems to be at least a little bit from the odds makers, the belief that the Rams are going to get their shit back together. That they just had an awful year post-Super Bowl. Bad injury luck. Their offensive line was a disaster. 
Some of the offseason moves they made, like Allen Robinson, for example, didn't work. Cooper Cup got hurt, missed a ton of games. Um, How about Stafford? Stafford's going into his 14th year. Is Stafford just done? Is he just shot? Or is he somebody that had a bad year, got injured, was never fully healthy because of the elbow thing that they talked about in August? And now he gets to full offseason to recover. And we're going to see a different guy, a guy that looked more like 2021 Matthew Stafford this upcoming season. That's possible. That's possible. That's an old guard answer with an offensive coach and a proven track record of producing that that's possible. So maybe it's some recency bias. It's a, it's a desire for wanting there to be my guy to be next with, with fields and, but I will, I'll put fields right up there too, man. I put him right up there too. I'm a big fields guy. 